And good morning, friends. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Monday morning. My name is Pastor Gerald, and you are listening to Grace Waves, brought to you by Greater Grace Church, South Africa. Our friends, I hope that you had a brilliant weekend, a wonderful time of rest, and that you continue to think about what we are speaking about during this time, and this is the anticipation of Christmas. Now, friends, have you ever noticed while reading the Bible that both at the birth and the death of Jesus Christ was probably the most underattended events in the history of mankind? I mean, those two were probably one of the most important events ever. And yet, there were almost no one. At his birth, there were about five people, his mother, his father, and three shepherds. And much later, the wise men came. And then at his death, there was only one disciple, two soldiers, and about three women. (laughs) That is for two of the most significant events in the history of mankind. And then for 30 years after Jesus' birth, the world hardly even noticed him until he started preaching and doing miracles. But before that, he was just Joseph the carpenter's, carpenter's son. And that was all who he were, who he was. You see, friends, that at that time, the Jews were expecting the Messiah, the Christ, to come. However, they had their own picture of who he was and who he would be to them. The solution that they wanted was the solution they wanted. And therefore, they did not even see when God sent the Messiah. Some of them thought that he would bring, uh, would bring freedom from the Roman masters and establish the kingdom of Israel. Some of them thought that he would bring religious unity and obedience. Those were the Pharisees. And some of them thought that he would bring peace and tranquility and political freedom. And those were the Sadducees. The zealots thought that he would come as a military commander as David was and he would free them from their bondage to their masters. So everyone had their own expectation of who the Messiah was to be. So when Jesus came, he was not what they wanted and therefore they just ignored him. They didn't want him to be the Messiah because he was not the answer that they wanted. And isn't that the way that we treat him as well? That we only come to God, come to him when we think he's able to meet our needs and our requests according to our desires. And when God answers us in a way that we did not expect or in a way that doesn't satisfy our desires, then we we ignore God's answers. We turn to disobey or turn to turn a deaf ear onto them. Say, well, I don't think God would say that. I don't think that's his answer. Surely not. (laughs) That's not what I asked for. And that's the way that the world felt when Jesus came. Now, last week we spoke about sin and we mentioned in John chapter 1, how that in John 1 verse 19, it says, The next day John sees Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold the Lamb of God, which takes away the sin of the world. 
You see that John the Baptist directly said, This is the Messiah that you have been waiting for, but he came as a lamb. In Isaiah 53, verse 6 to 7, the Bible says, And we and all we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned every one to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted, yet he opened not his mouth. He was brought as a lamb to the slaughter, and as a sheep before his, his, her shearers is dumb, so he opened not his mouth. And then in First Peter chapter 1, verse 18 to 19, the Bible says, For as much as you know that you were not redeemed with corruptible things as silver and gold, from your vain conversation received by tradition from your fathers, but with the precious blood of Christ, as of a lamb, without blemish and without spot. You see, friends, Jesus came as a lamb. A lamb came to save the world. Can you imagine that? A little baby sheep came to save the world. And the world wanted a lion. The world expected power and force and, and political genius and, and a show of force that would reckon with their enemies, destroy their enemies, obliviate their enemies completely. But Jesus came as a lamb. And he did destroy all the powers of darkness and of sin. You see, God's answer goes so much further, so much deeper than the surface issues. We pray for the issues we can see, but God says there is far greater things underneath that you do not even see. And I will deal with those things which are the true problems. For those things are the eternal things which you do not see. Now in the Old Testament in Numbers 28, we read about the sacrifices of a lamb. How that Israel had to offer, how to sacrifice a lamb and God told them how it should be done. That the bones of the lamb could not be broken, that there could be no blemish, no scars. The lamb had to be spotless. And that is why only Jesus could be that lamb. For only God is perfect and unstained by sin. The Bible tells us in Romans 3 verse 23 that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Therefore by our very nature we are disqualified from being that offering, from being that sacrifice. When Abraham went to sacrifice his son Isaac in Genesis 22, as they were walking to the mountain, Isaac asked Abraham and said, Father, we have wood, we have fire, but where is the lamb for the sacrifice? Because Isaac did not know what God told Abraham. And Abraham turned to his son and said to him, God himself will provide a lamb. And God did, both for Abraham in the place of Isaac and for the world in place of us. We t God's lamb took our place. It is the lamb that shed his blood for us and paid for our sins, friends. He was the ultimate sacrifice offered once and for all. 
and it is through His blood that we have forgiveness of our sins. It is by the blood of the Lamb that we overcome our enemies. And isn't it beautiful that when Jesus was born in Bethlehem, God sent His angels to call the shepherds to come and witness the birth of Jesus, to come and worship Him, the Lamb of God. Friends, remember that God's ways are not our ways. God's answers to our problems might not be what we expected. And if we are so busy looking for that exact answer that we want, we might miss the answer that God provides. But let us seek God and not our own expectations. Just as the world waited for the Messiah to come, but looked for a lion when God sent a lamb. Rather let us look for God no matter how He chooses to answer our prayers and needs. Let us not put God in a specific box to say this is how He must answer our our requests, our needs. This is the the, the solution that God must provide. But let us look unto God and say, Father, you know the best. Your answer, your provision, your love is perfect for our situations. Thank you so much for listening today, friends. May you have a blessed and wonderful day. And may you continue to grow, to know God and to see His beautiful work in your life done in His way. Thank you. God bless you. Have a wonderful day.